Hey everyone and welcome back to the Purposeful Mindset Podcast. I'm honestly so grateful that you're subscribed to my podcast and I'm excited to share yet another episode with you. This podcast is all about bringing servant leaders to share their top five actionable life lessons with you all in hopes to inspire you to take more action in your life and find your true purpose. Today I have such an incredible young guest. Her name is Jan Camille and she's a friendly content strategist there to breathe life into your brand and the values behind it. Her focus is to equip and propel lifestyle coaches and brands in the wellness space to create responsibly, communicate consciously and cultivate with intention. She's always been creatively inclined starting off with traditional arts like drawing and painting. All she knew was art until she discovered design, the art with a function. So she dove deep into design until she discovered marketing, which then led her to strategy. In this episode, Jan shared her top five life lessons, which has helped her grow into the servant leader that she is today. And here they are. Number one, gratitude. Everything begins and ends with gratitude. Number two, love does not discriminate. There are so many love languages. Number three, life is an adventure. Must get out of our comfort zones. Number four, home is what you make it. Find your creative space and energy zone. And number five, work is what you make it. Find your life's work and true purpose. In the end, she shared an amazing quote that went like this. Instead of thinking about what everyone needs you to be, think about who do you need you to be. Without further ado, let's get straight into this episode and make sure you guys all go and connect with Jan straight after. Hey Jan, thank you so much for being with me on the Purposeful Mindset podcast. I am super grateful to have you on the show and I'm really looking forward to having this conversation with you because I know that this is your first podcast you're ever coming on. I know that you're a little bit, you're, you're used to be, or no, you are how I used to be, super mm. shy, afraid of the camera, you know, didn't show myself as much as I wanted to, as much as I wanted to help and inspire people in the world. I was too afraid of what people thought about me. So I know we had a really good conversation, but this show is all going to be about you today. So I really want you to just be yourself and just share with the with my audience and my listeners what in your journey in marketing and, and, and the business that you're running right now um, and your journey so far in life, what are your top five lessons that you've learned so far that you think is going to add value to anybody out there listening and you know they're going to be like, wow, I can really relate to this person. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm just going to get straight into it. Um, it was my number five, but honestly, it's screaming in my head right now. So I'm going to trust my intuition that it's my number one, um, that everything begins and ends with gratitude. And that's in every aspect of life, family, friends, work, um, just it's such a 360 fluid thing. So before and after asking for anything or embarking in any journey or venture or conflict it's just like I'm thankful for where I'm even starting in the first place and then how despite the results no matter how it turns out it's just like I'm thankful that I had that experience because it's there's something to learn from it like no matter what so it's such a a foolproof like positive ending and beginning just it's it's such a good good state good intention to begin and end everything with so that's that's my huge, huge um, kind of lesson there. Anywhere that I've ever started from that point, and it's that is a recent kind of like practice that I'm finally beginning to get more consistent on. Um, 
you know, I just experience more like abundant results, like just feeling so much better after whatever journey it was. So that's like, I would say the number one, it, number five creeped up to number one just right now. <laughs> that's, but I think, I think I agree with you. And I actually think your intuition is thousand percent right. I think mm-hmm. if I ever started anything in any event, or anytime I speak to anybody in my life, the first thing I always talk about is gratitude. It's like number one out of everything else that I talk about, including confidence and taking action and mindset and personal growth. And personal growth is a big one for me, but I'll always yeah. put gratitude first because that is really, as one of my favorite guys that I follow, Lewis Howes, he says, gratitude is the antidote of life. It's yes. literally like the potion, you know, like it's literally drink gratitude every morning and every evening and you'll mm-hmm. never have a, a, a really hard time in your life because you always come back to that and, and just remember that you still have something. Exactly. So, yeah, that's uh, that's got to be number one. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah. I, I love it. And then, I don't know, it's not necessarily, these aren't in order now because that was like the top, top um, lesson, but... Another huge one is that love doesn't discriminate. It has no face. Um, I've just experienced so many forms of it at this point, and it kind of just ended up trickling into into like my work. Um, once I finally allowed it to trickle into my work, that's when I kind of like something in me just like snapped a big light bulb of um, how my work, you know, how I found purpose in my work. So I'm just like, okay, you know, I have all these strategies. I have all these skills that I'm kind of just like operating on autopilot. But then in, in my personal life, I'm like a huge, heavy, like lover, whether that's like family, friends, colleagues, you know, but I found a way that, you know, especially with this like wellness era, mental health awareness era, you know, all of this kind of made that relevant in my work. So that, that was really huge for me because everything just, started feeling so much more authentic, so much more genuine. And just like, you know, I just got fired up again behind everything I do. So, you know, when, even if it's something like caption writing or, or shooting, um, you know, directing a shoot or arranging content or doing someone's branding, like it's deep down, it comes from the values and, and deep down, like it comes from a place of love. Like how, how do we want to serve in this world? You know what I mean? So, I think that in in that lesson, I've also learned that, you know, business has become my love language as of late. <laughs> yeah. You know, every every time I, I meet someone and I'm like, wow, you have you have a passion or you you have like a skill set, you have this secret genius zone, like I just something in me and it's not, you know, it it feels um I don't know, it just feels so like authentic. I'm not even there sitting to strategize to like collaborate with people it's just like I want to serve you I want to help you push out your magic like you know what I mean so um just like you know yeah I think that would be like a huge huge one that's at the root of everything love and gratitude honestly yeah for sure yeah. Yeah, I like love in there to mix them together mm-hmm. both for sure yeah, I love and, that and you said yeah go ahead go, go on. <laughs> I was gonna say well in in that journey I also like discovered self-love and again like business is personal at this point. So everything kind of connects for me. Um, you know, in, in personal life, there was a point where my immune system was at like an all time low. And despite me being like a machine in the freelance world, I still wasn't reaching like my max, like productivity. So that's when, um, 
at that point, like it was like the birth of a lifestyle change because, you know, with, with anxiety that you don't take care of immune system that you don't take care of, like it, it starts affecting you physically, like, you know, your hair, your skin, your energy, your like bones. It's so crazy how like visceral it gets to just like not feel good. Um, so it, that was like very eye-opening and expansive and discovering self-love and how that enabled me to like love others even better was just very, very, not only 360, but inside out. So huge gratitude and a lot of love there. Top two. <laughs> Top two, yeah. I love that. I was just listening. And when you said about, as soon as you talked about, as soon as you just added the last bit about self-love, it just made me realize recently I've been talking about that so much. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people in my life, I found that they don't have it because they were like, Sadiq, like, how are you able to stay so productive? How are you staying so energized and so positive? And you always focus, like you never switch off or you never, um, like you never, I don't know, argue with people and, and like you don't spend time arguing with people. And I'm like, because <laughs> I, lo- I just love my energy and I, and I give it to those who I know is going to serve them and, and that I care about and that I love. But before that, I give it to myself. Like I start with me and I do things that I appreciate and I love. And after I feel amazing, I know that I can give to the world. Bear in mind, I told you before, right? I have a lot of natural energy on top of that. So I can give a lot to people. And as a coach, especially, it can be very draining when, when you're working with clients and people where all you're basically doing is listening to their negativity and, and taking their crap and then yeah. and inspiring them by saying, hey, your crap is not crap. Like it's mm-hmm. just a little bit of shifts, a little bit we need working on, a little bit you need to communicate and share from from within, get a bit emotional, get a bit deeper, and then things will start shifting in your life. And I can take that from people and not allow it to affect me in my personal life. Mm-hmm. You know, but because that's because I started with self-love, you know, because I because I do things that I can switch off from the world. I do things yeah. that I enjoy. And that way I can serve others a hundred times better than I think most people out there. Cause most people would just get drained and be like, I feel burnt out, Sadiq. Even coaches, other coaches that I know tell me that I feel burnt out because my clients are just like sucking all the energy. And I'm like, I don't know, like, I'm, I feel sorry for you. I'm, I'm empathetic. Yeah. You know? uh, they, they wonder, they ask you, what's your secret? But it's not a secret. <laughs> not a secret. It's like, that's it's just me. Like, I can't change it, man. I can't, I can't give you any more of the secrets that I know this is just my natural energy and is my purpose like I genuinely I I am here on earth to serve people to help people to to bring out the best in them and as you said about the the love language I love that Mm because yes it's like the more more ambitious people I meet the more pumped up I get like damn I want to make these ambitious people my friends because they say that the the, you know the handful of people that you surround yourself with are are the ones that you become and think like right I don't want negative friends. You know, I don't want people who don't have passion and purpose in life. I want to be with those people who have really ignite a different fire in me or a different passion in me or a different creativity that, yeah. that I can really, you know, serve the world with in a, in a different way. And that's mm-hmm. what I look out for, connecting. That's why I love my podcast too. That, like support your purpose, you know. Definitely, yeah. And one of the reasons why I started a podcast too, because it's like, it allows me to talk to people like you and connect with like many ambitious people and just bring them on and be like, hey, I want you to share your five lessons with, with my audience because I think we think alike. We have an ambition, we have passion and some people listening don't. And so maybe by them listening to us, it will trigger something in their brain to be like, wow, I can relate to her. I can relate to what Sadiq said. 
and then yeah. maybe slowly slowly step by step get to their passion ah uh, exactly well i mean if anything like those these types of connections help people discover or even rediscover their passions you know especially if it's something that's like a little bit closer or or aligned to to the values that we have it's like oh i used to be really passionate about this what happened <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so i i love not only the ignition but the reignition is just like really really huge you know especially for us millennials that are you know at at this age you know we had all these like passions from from our our younger 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 years still young okay this <laughs> is super but, young okay <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so yeah it's it's you know the with the love the self love it's yeah it's it's not like a moment that's just at the beginning or in the middle or at the end it's literally like you know in between every single client call cuz you never know what's going to go down in those calls it's like that that meditation that 5 minutes of breathing that's the self love that's what keeps us going that's what enables us to handle you know even more and listen to be a rock for more people and be able to listen to them vent and not project that into our internal lives so yeah 360 inside out love it love it i'm <laughs> curious to know what your what the third one's going to be then it's the third one i wrote down is um well okay in the form of a lesson is that life is in an adventure um for a very long time in my life i was struggling towards like a life of comfort kind of like seeking and chasing like oh okay we're going to hustle super hard and reach this point this destination this point b where everything's comfortable right but um you know looking at the past decade i'm like literally always going through like always ever changing one transformation after the other and no matter what i'm just like never truly comfortable but i think that's the point that's the point yeah, that's why i'm able to <laughs> <laughs> go from one change to another because if i did find kind of that point b or reached a point where i was comfortable enough then change number 8 to 83 would have never happened you know so um you know keep it keep it changing keep it an adventure at least for me for some you know every everyone's path is different so it depends what works for what works for everyone but that was definitely a huge a huge thing for me um i love being comfortable i love being cozy sorry one sec <laughs> no worries <laughs> <laughs> but yeah just you know it's 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 reverse now it's like chasing what makes me uncomfortable the moment i recognize that i kind of start to settle in a little bit mm-hmm. um so yeah the point is to is to resist what would otherwise usually feel nicer but it's it's i don't know chasing the discomfort is more expansive i would say i i i i kind of resonate with you and i can <laughs> as a coach and what i kind of teach people now is like i understand that a lot of people they they are actually in a comfort zone even they though they think they're not some people that i know yeah. they tell me that they're not they're not in a comfort zone so they come hustling i'm working harder i'm going after my dream and i'm like but are you really because i don't i don't <laughs> see it from your actions i yeah. see your words are cheap but your actions are where the expensiveness lies but you look but, pretty cozy over there <laughs> it's like Right? You look yeah. pretty nice. Like you've got a nice sofa there. You seem to be always chilling out. Self care every day. Wow, that that's a bit too much. I think you know what I mean. Like there's there's a limit to it as well, and there's, there's a balance. And there's like vacation. <laughs> exactly. Like my point is like I 
the one thing I, I want to really like drill into people's head is that when you do something in your life, be conscious of what it is that you're doing when you're doing it. So for mm-hmm. example, when you are going to the gym, I like me personally, I don't like working out with anybody. I don't like a partner. Like I, I love working out by myself. I, yeah. I'm more motivated. I'm more inspired. I, I just put on the music and bang, like I can kill it. Yeah. And, and I really, because I'm in the zone. When someone yeah. comes and says they want to work out with me, I'm like, I would, I love you, but yeah. please no, because like I, I like my workout to be by myself. And yeah. I remember so many occasions where people used to come up to me when I used to go to the gym and they used to want to talk because of course I do lots of different things. I do a lot of different variations of workouts in body weight and animal flow and lots yeah. of different crazy stuff that people find inspiring because it's not the norm. It's not weightlifting. It's not that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're like, wow, what's that thing you were doing? It looks super cool and you're super flexible and this kind of stuff. And I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. But can I speak to you at the end of my session? And then that way I can give you more attention and time. It's not because I'm rude. It's actually because I want to speak to you, just not now because this is my time. And so people actually respect that of me now because I, I told them kindly that I, I really respect you and I really want to share with you more about it. Um, come to, let me, I'll come to you at the end or come to me at the end of my session and, I'll, and then I'll, I'll really like help you or tell you people I follow that, that has got me here. And it's just like, that's what I mean by really being conscious of what it is that you're doing in your life, whether it's business, having that productivity of, okay, take out an hour and no one's going to distract you. You put your phone on turn, turn, uh, do not disturb mode and just zone out for one hour of productivity, not one hour of a bit of keyboard warrior typing and then going on your <laughs> phone and content, like scrolling for Instagram a little bit and TikTok a bit. It's like, it's not, you're not really being productive, man. Like stop distracting yourself from that and just right. focus on this. After you've done that, go and do whatever it is that you want to do. Distract yourself all you like. But that's the yeah. comfortable spot that people are stuck in, I think. Uh, yeah, if it, if it feels too comfortable, or if you've, you, there's no aspect of it that doesn't even make you at least like 25% cringe, you know, then, then change something. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> and, and sometimes that change has to be someone external telling you. That's why people, that, what I've learned being like indirectly coaching people for like five, six years now and starting yeah. my coaching business now in just a few months ago, this year in 2020, what I've realized is all those people that I've actually helped, my friends, family, uh, acquaintances, colleagues that I've actually coached indirectly, I realized that they needed me, which is an external person, to inspire or motivate them and tell them that, you know, that you're good at this, you should, you should go and do this or why are you being lazy or you shouldn't be doing this because it feels like you want to do this, but you're not doing it because of this distraction. Yeah. It's awareness, like bringing awareness to them. And they're like, hmm, maybe you're right, Sadiq. Maybe this is what has been holding me back, this person or this thing. This is my comfort zone. So that's why I think as a coach, I love coaching now because it's like people have these little trigger moments. I'm like, you'll be, you're, stop lying to me, okay? You have not posted this many times or you have not done this this week. You never hit that goal or whatever. And they're like, all right, cool. You got me. Like, how did you know? I'm like, because I just know, man. Don't need to lie to me. I'm the person who's trying to help you to grow in your life. Don't have to lie to me. You don't have to pretend to impress me. I don't, I don't want to be impressed. I'm impressed by you being you. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that external, you know, comment that comes as like a little accountability reminder <laughs> yeah yeah that's it people need that mm-hmm. well excellent oh, yeah. excellent um, let's go to the next one because i like the three that you shared so far powerful ones i like them uh, i mean they're just 
there are things that that are relevant in every aspect. I think those are the major, major things that are so life changing is that when I learn it and then I'm like, okay, this worked out in this aspect. Let me test it over here. Let me test it over here. Oh, it it's a freaking formula and it works in every aspect of life. So those that's why they're they're just like huge. Um, of course, there are life changing, mind blowing moments in within those kind of like parts of life, but but the ones that just affect everything 360 is just what really hits home for me. So I would say um, the next one that I wrote down here is home is what you make it. Um, still applies to business, just, just, just like wait it. for it. Um, so I don't know, I would say that the first moment that this lesson kind of began is the first time that I kind of left the nest. So leaving the nest, you know, moving out um, again and then again and then again and again. Um, I did kind of like move back home. And then I think this is, I would say my eighth, eighth place. So I've moved in and out of home with my parents eight times. Um, but that, again, it's that constant, like, you know, don't get comfortable. Right. I keep, I keep, mm. I keep on changing that, but um I don't know. It's it, it's not like the location of your space or the location of where you operate or create content or or work from. Um, it's it's like it's wherever you are and how much you can be comfortable, like with who you are and and make your own space exactly where you are. Like work for you, you know. It just make it home. Um, and this is the first space that I've been able to really, really just like independently curate and I don't mean like you know the pieces of furniture or the items in here just like the vibe like the energy I have control over curating what kind of energy I want to be like circulating um in my space and that has affected like my business tremendously even though it's something that's more of like the nest more of the home um and not necessarily you know things that my audience or clients would like interact with but it just enables me to perform so much like better um and it's it's just like an, an organic performance enhancer I would say yeah <laughs> yeah so that's that's been really huge um I am well as of late I have been like oh all of us, uh, not some of us, not by choice, most of us, not by choice, hopefully, but like, you know, we're homebodies. So that, that does kind of matter. But when I was super outgoing, when the world was open, when I tried to leave, um, town at least once a month, um, I just was just like, you know, trying to chase again, chase that space. Like, where is this space? Where is this place that I'm going to feel comfortable? But honestly, it's, it's wherever I am and wherever I can, it's, it's like, I think the feeling of home, the concept of home is, is an energy inside. Exactly. exactly. That's why you're seeing me on the screen right now doing yeah. this right in my heart because <laughs> it doesn't matter where you go. Of course, it makes a massive, massive difference in your energy levels and your productivity and the clear, like the clear clarity that you can have in your mind definitely makes a difference in the environment. However, deep, 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 deep down, it's always doesn't matter where you go. As long as you're happy down here internally, down in your soul, in your heart, either whether that's doing something that you love or um, having people that love you or, or being around supportive friends and family or, you know, just living your truth, even that can just with, like, deeply find you happiness. 
Mm-hmm. But then def- definitely I agree with the environment because as I as I said to you on our on our call before this like mm-hmm. I used to love sitting in hotel lobbies and working I just yeah. more, I was more productive I didn't like it at home there's energy and there's like negativity downstairs and like parents were just talking about someone else's family and blah 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 and just shouting you're like gosh like why do I have to be here right now <laughs> like I need to just go out and zone out you know so I used to love going out putting in my headphones and just just busting out my content and videos and editing and I did everything from my mobile phone and I still see people till till today complaining that they don't have a team and they don't have content it's too hard it takes too much time I'm like you do not know what it takes yeah yeah well on the hotel lobby I used to do something very similar except I used to uh basically you've heard of like the WeWork office spaces and they're beautiful lobbies and lounges with the unlimited coffee and kombucha (laughs) yeah um so i used to like we work hop and do the the little like freebie days um okay like a trial day but because they were so beautiful and i was obsessed and i was like there's no way that this is the only one i'm gonna see or that's the only one so i would like hop and try to experience all those lobbies and keep my environment changing but no matter what it's filled with you know, the, the kind of people in that at, at WeWork, you know, their demographic, their clientele is people who are hyped, people who are hustling, people who are ambitious, like, you know, 10 feet away, I, I in my peripheral, I'm noticing people like connect, just like the way, you know, we did on LinkedIn, except IRL. Yeah. And, and other people just kind of with their headphones and you know, they're in the zone, like that energy circulating time, like just magnifies. You just feel it, right? You just feel yeah. it in the room, the energy. So powerful. People hustling and, and you're just there like, I'm not going to just sit here be lazy. I'm going to hustle with them too. Like they motivate you to hustle, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, as long as, as long as the coffee bar is there and there's beautiful space and the lighting is really good and there's people with good energy, that combination of, of, of things feels like home. So, you know, it's what you make it. (laughs) Yeah. No, I love that. And I, and I think you're right, honestly, like for my personal story as well, like, in my journey, I used to love sitting in hotel lobbies. And I, when, 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 when things get better, you'll see on my Instagram stories all the time, like I'm in a different, different places all the time. I love different cafes and, and, and places with a view. The best places for me are those where there's a window and there's a re- really nice view out the window and you're just there. You're, my creativity goes crazy that day. Like I love mm-hmm. it. Um, it makes a big difference on our, in, in how we process things and how we can be more productive in, in that time that we have to just be mindful in the moment and just get get what it is that you want done and then just go and relax and chill out and have your self-care time as well. Exactly. Yeah. I think the the constant, uh, like the variety of environments makes, makes us less codependent on like this curated desk space. And this is my cubicle and this is my desk space, nine to five, Monday to Friday. You know yeah. what I mean? So it, it makes us uh, more more resilient when things in our external but maybe even internal environment because it it does affect us like emotionally where we are how things are arranged you know the whole um what is it like the space design psychology you know but that's why I love like hotel lobbies cafes we work they take all of that into consideration so these these spaces are really made for you know people like us and it's so like I just I have nothing but gratitude for the pioneers of these kinds of spaces that that take that deep of a consideration for creators like this because how else are we gonna pioneer everything we're pioneering right so 
Yeah, shout out. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love them. Honestly, I'm the same. Like, I think the people who created those spaces, they knew there was a need for it, especially for the, like, the new generation, upcoming generation that's coming, where we are all creative people. We're on TikTok and Instagram and Snapchat and everything, and we Mm. are going to be the new creators. So give these creators somewhere to to relax Mm. and to work and to unleash their true potential. Exactly. Pave the way for those who are going to pave the way even further. (laughs) Love that. Powerful. So we're on the last one now, I reckon. So what is, what did you you switch over from number five to, when you choose, when you switched five to one, what did you? Five to one. um, Okay. So what did I say for number one was the gratitude. Like everything begins and ends with gratitude. So that was number five. And the way I wrote it previously was gratitude is the key to manifestation, but that's, that still goes hand in hand. Um, Basically, yeah, I was on this like manifest, I was like a big manifestation junkie studying like human design, you know, reading all the Oracle cards and collecting my crystal. (laughs) (laughs) Just like really like obsessed with it because it's, I don't know, it's a, it's like a, I guess, unconventional way of, of being ambitious that isn't so whiteboard to-do list calendar centric, um, I just wanted to take that kind of like spreadsheet, like I think like just corporate vibe out of it mm-hmm. um, and just re- make it feel more adventurous. And, you know, in, in that kind of like spiritual journey, that's when I discovered all this like self-love, this gratitude stuff. So everything just keeps circling back and is just so, so connected, mm-hmm. um, which is why all these lessons don't necessarily have like a specific order because as I go through like, a little bit of one chapter and then I learned a little bit of this and then they just keep zigzagging together. So it's, it's, a, uh, it's been a, it's been an adventure and it's going to continue to be, but my number five now is, um, previous was home is what you make it. Next is work is what you make it. I think we are an era where, you know, it's not as defined for us what work has to look like because it's not necessarily like, a job you know it's like life's work what is what is our life's work we can literally take our purpose that has nothing to do with business turn it into a business make it a life's work um you know there's founders of these nonprofits that are just doing it because that's their purpose intention that's their life's work and you know somehow along the line with a lot of love and a lot of care and nurturing and a lot of gratitude it becomes profitable anyway you know the universe is going to support us if we're really like serving our purpose and supporting as many people as we can. So um, that was, you know, being a, a, and I'm so proud of this badge, being a, a corporate dropout and then starting a business, that was kind of like the the moment um, that kind of started this journey with this lesson, you know, your work is what you make it. Because, you know, we can try all these things, learn, acquire all these like hard skills and, and soft skills. But, you know, if there's if there's not, enough values tied behind it, not enough purpose. You're just going to keep trying to chase more and more skills. It's like this faceless thing that you're chasing, but you don't know what it looks like. But with purpose, you're like, Oh, I know how I feel about these values. And in, in my truth, in my kind of little world, this is how I express it. This is my, my love language, you know, business is my love language. So, you know, and like supporting others and listening to others is your language. So it's, 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 
I mean, I'm, I feel so blessed and so grateful to live in an era where we can just wake up and define what our life's work can be mm. and, and then change it if it needs to change, you know? Things change, the world changes externally, and then life changes internally. And we can totally shift that if we need to. Um, and it's whatever the new life purpose is, work is still what you make it. You know what I mean? So it doesn't have to be like we're able to break the chain whenever we need and still serve. Like it's, mm. I'm just to, to be alive and of working age and have, you know, all, all the things that we're equipped to, to do this kind of work. It's, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I can yeah. feel it. I can feel it from how you're saying it now. It's powerful. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it's a true, like, yeah. My heart is beating just from saying that. <laughs> yeah, it's literally, I can see you're pumped up and you're so passionate about it and you deeply, really love what you're doing. And and that's amazing. And that's what a lot of people listening right now or watching on YouTube, like they need to hear that. They need to see young people like us doing stuff in life and being like, wow, like they found their purpose. Like, why am I struggling? What what can I do to to be um to be in a place that they they are right now but in what i love doing and make my yeah. make my life uh, find my life's work and, and and make that my purpose as well the answer is look inward stop comparing stop don't look at the next person other people yes they are amazing yes they are you know geniuses but you have a genius somewhere inside of you when you turn all of that noise off you know um i mean here once upon a time and I'm sure you can relate with this, you know, I felt like so small admiring people so like big in the world, so famous, making huge like impacts. But the more I learned um, to look inward and kind of turn that off and, and learn to unfollow, even I admire these figures so much, aspirational figures, right? But I was able to, you know, have that self-discovery, you got to quiet down and you know, em- empty your cup of everything that you you've been just consuming and consuming and consuming. Like, what is you know, what what is your internal content? Like, turn off all that noise. Let your intuition speak to you, whisper it to you. You'd be surprised how easily the messages will come through if you make the space for it. So, it's my little preach. <laughs> Powerful preach, woman. Powerful preach. I'm, I'm listening. I'm loving it. It's so. <laughs> So good. I hope everyone's listening or watching on YouTube right now. You're getting so much value because she shared deep stuff, super passionate as well, with so much like fire and so much pa- purpose and passion and her energy. You can tell, right, that she uh, she genuinely is loving what she's doing and she's found that purpose. She's calming down now. <laughs> but before you calm down, I want to ask you the last question that I ask all my guests, where it gets a bit deeper. And then uh, I'll get you to share all your social media handles with everyone else so they can go reach out to you and, and take some of that energy from you as well. Um, so the question I want to ask you is this. I know that you're introverted and you're still a pretty, pretty shy person behind the scenes. So let's just say that Jan gets a TED Talk and like you're going to be sharing your life's purpose and your journey and, and a story in that TED Talk, something worth, worth sharing. Mm-hmm. And... Right at the end of a TED Talk, usually people get told to kind of leave the audience curious and, and, and thinking and introspecting on something for the rest of their life and something that will, they, that will allow them to remember you by. So my question is, imagine you're on that stage, on a TED stage somewhere in the world with 90,000 people. That's my number, 90,000 people. There's 180,000 eyeballs looking at you. And you are 
literally like crapping yourself, but you, but because of your passion and your drive and your purpose, you're so passionate to to give these people some love and some energy and leave them with something that day that they never forget you by. What what is that one sentence that you will leave the whole room with? Um, and then you're allowed to elaborate on that as well. So what would that one sentence be right at the end of that TED Talk in front of 90,000 people be? Mm, one sentence. Okay. One sentence. All right. I have a thought. I'm going to insert a comma so it's not two sentences. Um, I would say, you know, for a moment, just instead of thinking about what everyone needs you to be, instead try and think about what you need you to be. Who do you need you to be? And how I could expand on that is basically, you know, we teach others how, how to treat us by showing them how we treat ourselves, right? And even if it's internal, huge impact, huge sort of domino effect there, right? So, you know, whether it's, business colleagues to lover to best friend like what are you like what would you be like if you were your own best friend what would you be like if you dated yourself and you were your own lover what would you be like if you were your own boss your own ceo like who do you need you to be and honestly that's all you need there's no no one to to copy, to mimic, take the inspiration, let it spark something internal, you know? And that's, I think that would be, that's what I would go with. 180,000 eyeballs, 90, 90K, nervous or not, that's, that's the message. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It was powerful. That would, that would definitely leave people in the room curious as hell to be like, wow, that is deep. And I'm, I am going to go and think about that. Who do, like... But it pretty much just sums it up as in, why am I caring about what other people think about me? And why don't I just do something that makes me happy in my life? Because it's my life. I've got one life and I'm going to live it once. So let's just go and find, find me, really. Exactly. I don't, I don't need to worry about living these 90,000 lives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They've got their own life to live. And so if I can touch and inspire them, amazing. If I can't, doesn't matter. I, I'm inspiring and touching myself every day, right? Like I, I'm inspiring and and doing something that I, that I know is serving a purpose in the world. So that's what really matters in the end is that purpose. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. have you ever asked yourself like, okay, what kind of coach do I need me to be? You know, even that, I mean, that's probably something I'd ask myself too. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> that's yeah. a good question. What kind of coach? So it's such an inquisitive way to leave a Ted talk that to the point that even I'm thinking about it when I leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. And you know what? I went to an event once, and one of the I'm not gonna lie, one of the mentors on the on the stage actually said, "Like, would you be your own mentor? Like, would you choose yourself to be your own mentor?" On the day he asked it, I actually said yes because at the time I was already super passionate. Yeah. So I was so caring and loving, and I and I really like what like I knew I was giving my best. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like, I knew I'm not slacking. I wasn't being lazy. I wasn't. I wasn't in my comfort zone at all. I was out there hustling every day, as I said, as to a point where one day when I was prospecting in the, in the online business that I was doing a couple of years ago, I was prospecting people to like find, to be part of my team and to kind of grow my team and expand. I went to the shopping center, one of the largest shopping centers in Europe here in, UK, in, in London. 
And I literally, Jan, I walked into every single shop, scared as hell, still scared as hell. I had, I was bold and I had confidence, but I was still scared as hell to go into the shop and randomly talk to people and make a quick, build a quick relationship with them, a bit quick friendship or pretend like I'm building a friendship, like telling them, can you go bring me a size in this thing? Like just starting a conversation and getting that person to talk to me and build a quick connection where I can be like, hey, I'm working on something and I'm expanding something. I'm really excited about it. And no idea if you're going to be open to it or not, but would you ever be open to like making an extra income alongside your job here? Because I'm pretty sure you don't really love this, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, yeah, of course. Like, what is it though? I'm like, look, I don't have any, t- like, and I literally learned this from psychology from my mentors. It's like, look, I don't have time right now to explain to you, although I'd love to, but hey, look, leave me your number or take my number or give me your email address. And I promise you within the next two days, I'll reach out to you and, um, and I'll, share with you, I'll share more info with you if you're yeah. open to it. They were always open to it because nobody likes to be closed. Everybody likes to be open-minded. Yeah. And so I was doing that. So when he asked that question, I was like, yeah, actually I would, I don't have a mentor right now that's like Sadiq. Like that's this passionate and this caring and like really wants it bad, right? I would love to be my own mentor, but I, but I can't because I, we all need other mentors who are way ahead of the game, who inspire us to level up every day or we get comfortable being where we are. Right. You know? So Jan, I'm, I really, I'm honestly, I, I love what you shared. I'm super grateful for, you wasn't shy at all. You were super, you were amazing. Like you shared so many cool, cool tips and so many amazing lessons that I think everybody is going to get so much value from. But if anybody listening or watching this on YouTube, they want to go reach out to you. They want to find out more about your, the marketing that you do and the business that you're running or just ask you a question because I don't know, they can relate to you and maybe they, they are our age and they're like, they have something in common with us. Mm-hmm. What, what platform can they go on? message you on dm you email you i will leave all the links anyway under the under the podcast but just for yeah. you to share with them where can they reach you like if they want to really have a burning desire uh, of a question to ask you um i would say number one would be linkedin and i'm jan camille search me up um and number two would be instagram jcamille.co um it's just more of my visual playground because of my design background which you know, if, if, if you're trying to see how do I express myself and, and things like that, go, go uh, find me on Instagram. Um, if not, then, then LinkedIn is an amazing, you know, where I share a lot of projects and share a lot of collaborations. So depending on what you're looking for, those are, those are my two top platforms. Awesome. And I'm going to link them all below, guys. Make sure, as I always say every week, go and, go and reach out to Jan. She's super cool. Her energy is going to inspire you. So make sure you reach out. Ask her a question. If you're stuck with something, if you need help with design, branding, marketing, that kind of cool stuff, let her know because she can she genuinely be there to, as you can feel from her energy in the podcast, she doesn't even need to sell to you. She, you, she basically sells through her energy. Like she's so genuine and authentic. You can tell that. And so... As you guys know, I only bring guests into my podcast who I know who are servant leaders, who are giving back more than they ever take from anyone. So reach out to her. And uh, any last um, words that you want to leave with everyone, Jan? No, I'm just um, grateful beyond the ways that I can express for, for sharing your energy and, and having you, you know, share my magic as well. So it's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm really grateful for this connection. You're welcome. Awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on the show and uh, I will catch up with you very soon. Yes, I'll see you on the gram. See you on the gram. (laughs) 
If you're still listening, I just want to say a massive thank you from the bottom of my heart. It truly means a lot that you're taking time out of your busy life to invest in yourself, to learn something new. And now, as a mentor of mine once taught me, teach it to others. Whichever platform you use, share whatever you've learned today with someone else out there in the world because we all need to spread more growth mindset related content out there for people to learn and change their lives too. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, let others know that there are guests on here who are sharing wisdom that's going to change their life and I hope to see you on the next episode. Take care.